Hi there, this is Femi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy, and we are going into the weekend. Bear with me just a moment. I'm taking a sip of my water because this particular episode, um, I suggest everybody just take them a sip of water, okay? <laughs> um... There have been a lot of shifts. There have been a lot of things happening. And I've already kind of touched on the depth of what I'll be speaking about in this episode in the December Astrological Overview. But I feel as though this particular episode and this particular transit needed its own um, episode because there's so much going on in December going into the 2022 year. But one of the most important things and one of the most important factors that I feel like I needed to speak about the most was because um, we have Venus that is getting ready to, it's already preparing for its retrograde, which only happens once every 18 months. And retrogrades are, for me personally, the pre-phase, the pre-shadow and the post-shadow are typically where I feel it the most, like right before it actually happens. And when I get these nudges and I get these feelings that kind of come up in me, I feel very much so it is imperative for me to share it with you guys. After, of course, I think about it, I write it out, I meditate on it, I pray about it and whatever, and then analyze how it fits in my own house. That's so not Cancerian. Like if you are listening to people who say Cancer is all about emotions, blah, blah, blah. It's very analytical, but that's just how I roll, right? That's my Aquarius rising. Now, I feel that is very important for those who, whether you are familiar with astrology or not, whether you are someone who speaks the lingo of the new over regurgitation of astrology or not, as above, so below. So everything that is happening that is affecting, whether it's affecting you, it's affecting people close to you, it's affecting people that you're watching it go, watching go through, knowing what is happening, not being oblivious to other aspects that could be affecting a person's life or the energies around you is very important. And so that's why I feel like it's important for me to integrate and continue to integrate the astrological aspect as as well as, of course, spirituality, the overall wellness will, everything, psychology, everything into it, because it is in encompass of everything that I've studied, everything that I study in life, and also everything that I um, have evolved beyond and through, as well as things that I go through as well. So one of the main aspects that I feel is going to be tested the most during this cycle that we are feeling, if you're not already feeling it, you will be feeling it. People are close to you are going to be feeling it's going to affect people on a very personal level. This is a Venus is a very personal energy. And so Venus is going to be, first of all, let me speak briefly about the uh, dates in the astrological time frame. First of all, Venus will be retrograde for about 40 days. It'll be in Capricorn. Okay. That's if you're thinking biblical, absolutely. 40 days, 40 nights, rainstorms and shit storms. Okay. No, just forgive me for that referencing in with the Bible, but the truth is, you know, um, there's a lot of things that are going to be happening that are going to affect us and, going to really impact us when it comes to the Venetian areas of our life. What are the Venetian areas of our life? Well, Venus is definitely about relationships, definitely about how you love yourself, how you value yourself, how you are allowing yourself to show up and be valued, how you are stepping into the arenas of things you claim to believe in and your possessions and all of these areas of your life that are Taurian ruled. Um, so areas where you may have been a little too stubborn and not bringing balance in your life or not allowing there to be a reciprocal type of energy or they're not just being reciprocation in different parts of your existence when it comes to things that you claim to value, when it comes to your beauty and it comes to how you view beauty and your romance and your romantic adventures and how you sense this, uh, how you desire this love and this uh, adoration that you don't give yourself. Also, how you are not being fulfilled in the connections that you're allowing yourself to be embedded 
within and, and, and close vicinity to like, what is it in the proximity of your life that you claim to love and value the most, not rewarding? Where is it not being rewarding for you? Um, this is also where a lot of the love language talk comes up and it's, and you're, you're really having to face the truth of that. Uh, love languages are important because not just in the essence of the relationship with other people, but how you are loving on yourself because how you are loving on yourself, how you are valuing yourself, how you are choosing yourself often shows up in your relationships as well in all relationships, whether it be relationships with your children, relationships with your partners, your family, your your uh, careers, just relationships in general, anything that you're having an interpersonal connection with, how you love yourself is going to be the standing point, the foundation of how others love you and respect you and value you as well. And so when we are entering into this cycle, there's going to be a lot of heightened emotions about those things and also a heightened sense of spirituality in a sense because Venus is exalted in Pisces and Pisces is a very spiritual yet mutable energy which means it's easily adaptable but where have you been too adaptable where have you been too lenient and not stern and not sure and not really focused if it's in areas of your love life in areas in your relationships where has it not been a mutual type of reciprocal energy where have you been way too adaptable way too maneuver easily maneuvered where have you not stood firm in what it is you claim you believe and deserve and desire out of whatever it is that you're connected to. And so with this Venus retrograde, it also is going to be very closely connected with everything and a lot of things regarding fourth house things. And what are fourth house things for those who are not familiar with astrology lingo at all, any basics fourth house is where it's very cancerian, like it's very nurturing. It's the home life. It has to do with the domestic, de domestic affairs and the unconscious and how you are providing this nurturing foundation and fertilizer to the seeds that you are trying to groom for growth. Right. And this is going to bring out a lot of feelings about uh, fears when it comes to abandonment issues and it comes to feeling like you are not truthfully protected or safe in the love that you desire or maybe financially you don't feel secure you don't feel stable things are all over the place so you may find yourself diving deeper into finding that security and trying to build in areas of your life when it comes to making sure that you have that stability, that you have that sense of permanence when it comes to your life at home, because financials, I mean, Venus being in Capricorn, Capricorn is the father of the Zodiac and cancer is the divine opposite partner of that Capricorn. So Capricorn and Cancerian energy is going to be very prevalent during this time when it comes to the subconscious, because Capricorn is all about being very fundamentally fluent, being able to have the things that you need the most when it comes to running the home, running the business, making sure you have the security that you need in matters of the heart, matters of the head and matters of fruition. This is very important when it comes to your career, your reputation, how you are seen, how you are showing up, how others show up for you, your responsibility, right? And being that Capricorn is ruled by Pluto, that is a very uh, distinctive type of energy because you have Venus and Capricorn with this very Plutonic and Piscean energy. There is going to be a lot of this undercurrent of Scorpionic energy still lingering. And as we're going into 2022, as I, I've said to you guys before, this is going to be a big theme in the restructuring, the re-understanding, the re um, idolization of how you value yourself, how you market yourself, what you are accepting in exchange for all that you are. 
This is not just in sense of monetary value, but it has a lot to do with the things that you place value in monetarily. So this is going to bring you into this sense of death, transformation and rebirth when it comes to how you view your values, how you view your money, how you view what you spend your money on and the people you spend your money on and the places you choose to engage and be a part of and the organizations that you commit to and the career choices that you've made and how these things affect your home, how this affects your relationship, how this has affected your family life, how this has affected your children, how this has affected your ideas of life. All of these things are going to be coming up in the next 40 days. And really, honestly, it'll set the theme for the duration of 2022. This is going to be monumental because we for so long. I've been saying to people that 2019 was definitely going to be the last of that Mohegan of that type of energy. We're going into a new decade in 2020 and start starting a new trajectory of Our entire existence for many of us, it's reset of over 37 years. So there are things and systems and places and ideas and this ideology that you've had for so long that is going to be uprooted. It's going to be changed. And for a lot of you, it's before you were even born that these things were put into place. And so now you're having to reconstruct what you've been taught to think about yourself, about money, about priorities, about responsibilities, about being able to provide, protect, and sustain that of which you earn. So this is going to be a very, very intricate part and a massive change when it comes to our relationships with life in general. What you view of importance, how you show up for yourself, how you choose to show up for others, what you are allowing yourself to believe or say you believe and it not be the truth that you know is yours. This is going to be very, very powerful and it's going to really transform you at the end of this cycle and you can try to fight against it if you want but what you're fighting against is something you can't even begin to contain or control and so you can bet your last ounce of breath you won't survive fighting against the direction you are being divinely or organically positioned to be in. Okay, so currently we are in this pre-phase shadow of this and Venus will actually go into retrograde on the 19th of December. Now, mind you, this is just days before the winter solstice and Capricorn season begins. So we have this energy kicking off right before Christmas time, right before, right in the midst of the holidays and preparing to celebrate Kwanzaa and all of these different uh, family and, and community type themed energies that are going to really be prominent in the midst of these shifts and changes. And as we had the grand conjunction at the last of 2020, okay, Um, it really pushed us into this duration of this year. So you can believe that 2021 is going to be even more so an extension of what we're already experiencing. This is, I'm not even speaking about globally. I'm not even speaking about when it comes to the world outside of you. I'm speaking about the world in which you are interpersonally building in your life, your village, your direct uh, roots. That's what I'm speaking about. That's going to be impacted the most right now. Venus is a very personal, interpersonal energy and, and it being in retrograde. Of course, people always speak first Mercury retrogrades. We're all about the X's, which people really don't understand the depths of retrograde. So I'll, I'll say this Venus retrograde is definitely about retrograde in general is about reviewing. It's about remembering. It's about re-understanding, re-imaging. It's about reorganizing. It is about restructuring. It is a re-phase, a re-phase, right? But when it comes to the planet that is retrograding, it has a lot to do with the energies in which you're feeling it and it'll play out in your life. Yes, Venus has a lot to do with relatable and relational things. However, 
It also rules, most importantly, the things of substance that have to do with your money. It has to do with what you're spending your money on. It has to do with the practicality of things, the superficiality of things. A lot of times people look at at Venus as just beauty, but it's also the beauty within. So this type of energy can bring up old thoughts, old fears, old insecurities that you've had about yourself, about your looks, about the way you feel about yourself, about your uh, presentation, about your weight, about the things that on the surface matter the most to you, how you look, how you feel, what you taste, the foods you indulge in, the people you're attracted to, the money that you want to make and spend on. Like all of these things are going to come up, not just excess from your past or not just issues regarding people that you've dealt with in the past. Most importantly, the issues that will, will find themselves arising that will play part in these relationships you have with others and other things are the relationships and the thoughts and the processes and the way that you have engaged with yourself from the past that are unresolved. So if you have insecurities that are finding their set their way to the surface, you thought you were healed from this, you thought you were, you were over this, you thought you could get through this, but you're finding that you're triggered by certain things is because there's some, some remnants of circumstances or situations that you never healed from that you need to heal from that you need to at least acknowledge that you're not completely healed from so that you can work yourself through that because it's going to show up in your relationships. And I'm saying that because, um, in relationships during this time, especially when you're in a long distance relationship, you can find yourself feeling really nitpicky about, emotions. And that's why I said your love language is very important because you have to be able to speak truth to power. But if you don't know what your truth is, there's no truth to speak to power. You have to be able to acknowledge that, hey, you know, I'm noticing a shift here. I'm noticing that, you know, we're not communicating the way we used to. I'm feeling a bit distance. I'm feeling a bit like I need you to affirm that we're good. And I'm not just needing you to say that to appease me. I'm needing you to really say that we're good. And if we're not, I need to know what we can do to fix it. Or I need to be aware that things are changing in a direction that we won't be able to proceed in. Like these are communication. These are conversations that are going to require your communication with your partners and with yourself. You're going to have to be able to be honest with that. And um, a lot of times these type of trances make it very difficult for that because you just don't. You just don't know how to say the things you don't want. And then you don't want to say it and you get a response you don't really want to hear. But you have to know that whatever comes from you speaking truth to the power, whatever that power force may be, you have to know that whatever comes from that is for your betterment. It's it's better, you know, it's better. You see, it's better. You feel it. It's better. You acknowledge it. it's better. You're aware so that you can then choose how you want to move forward, how you want to engage, how you want to proceed. That's only fair to you, right? And if it's in your relationships, it's also being very careful and considerate. And a lot of times when people are in this mode of grind, 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 I got to make this money, I got to provide, I got in this very Capricornian, like Capricorns can be very detached from the emotion um, the emotional nurturing that's required, which is why Cancerian is very important because, um, it brings that balance, but without that balance, it can be a very cold home. It can be a very, uh, barren home because you're not really able to connect emotionally when someone is really focused, razor focused on the practicalities, the fundamentals. I got to make sure that I have this career that, that makes this money that I can provide these things. And with all of that, you still need those smaller parts that play the bigger role when it comes to the foundation. We're going to have to communicate. We're going to have to have this affection and this intimacy. And we're going to be able, we have to be able to communicate, communicate in a way that's effective for us both. And we're both going to have to be able to blend these busy lifestyles in a way that makes us both feel complete 
as a unit, we can be complete all together individually. But if my total completeness comes from myself, then you question why you're needing a partnership. So you're going to have to understand that there there are so many aspects to this Venetian trine that you will find yourself questioning your commitments, your commitments to the things, the commitments to the people, the commitments to all all things, because there's a resurfacing, a resurgence, a re-imaging and a reproduction of what is already in the work. So it's better to know now it's better to address it now It's better to deal with it now than wait until eclipse season in the summer. And it's forced. These are things are forced out of our lives and forced into turmoil and forced into destruction that we really um, could have prevented if we were just being honest with what we need right now. Honoring the moment, honoring the transit, honoring the transition we are all in. And this can be a very difficult place for people to be in when it comes to the relationships. This is this could be if you're in a relationship that is far, um, people are, you know, traveling more. People are dealing with, you know, we're still in Sagittarius season. So people are all about freedom and people are all about, you know, doing whatever it is that they need to do for self and being happy and being fulfilled individually. Right. But we're going into Capricorn season, which Capricorn is a home sign, is a home energy, is an energy that um, values stability and values grounded roots. But it doesn't it doesn't hold all of the aspects needed to sustain that that ground that it wants to so desperately have and build. So it has to have that balance. And so. We're going into this space where you can be a person who always is focused on work. You're focused on money. You're focused on prestige and responsibilities. And you have been disconnected from what is considered the nucleus of those things you are striving to achieve. So during this time, be aware, keep a journal, keep something written out about Uh, what you're feeling during these times and conversations that may need to be had before it gets to a place where the distance is so great that you are not able to begin the conversation. This transit is, is a, it's about healing. It's about identifying the wound. It's about choosing to divulge yourself into this, the sacredness of what you're trying to create. And right now it's very difficult to see um, because it feels uncomfortable. And we're going to be, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's not a happy feeling to feel insecure about your love life and to feel like, okay, maybe, you know, I don't know, something isn't right. Something in me is saying that something isn't like I'm needing a little more, like something's changing. And the communication is just not fulfilling enough for me because especially in long distance relationships, and I'm speaking from someone who is in a long distance relationship due to work. Um, communication is very important. I'm in a very, I'm a very emotionally intelligent person, but emotional substance is required that razor focus into one part of your life. It never works for me. It will never work for me because I am a nuclear type of it, of, of spirit, right? So because I'm a nuclear type of spirit, I need to feel as though what I am bringing as the nucleus is being also stimulated and protected and it's safe to bloom. It's safe to invest. It's safe to be. And so any type of distance is difficult, but also any type of inconsistency will um, not distract me, but it'll distort my energy and it'll also make me retreat. Okay. So it's a a very gentle thing that you have to be aware of. And it's, it's silent that people don't notice in relationships 
you feel like, okay, we have a clear understanding. And then you think that that's enough. It's not enough. There is work that has to be done in a relationship that is a constant work that you have to put in. And yes, there's understanding. And yes, there are moments where you are clear on where you are and what you're, but at the same time, right, there has to be consistency and not just consistency in what you're doing, but consistency in what the other person is needing from you to do. Okay. So these things are going to come up in relationships and they're going to bring people to this place where you're feeling very like, oh, I don't know. I don't really feel sure. I'm not feeling very, you know, I'm just feeling this surface level bubbling that something is just happening under my nose and something is happening. And it, it couldn't, it could be a very Neptunian effect. Neptune just went direct, right? But just know that anything that's happening that you feel is happening if it's happening, it'll come out. You don't have to look, search, or pray that it shows itself. It will. But when it does, if it does, however, good, bad, or indifferent, you have to be prepared for what that is revealing to you and what the next step for you will be required. Right? So currently, we have the Venus. First of all, before we even get to that, Okay. On the 13th, Mercury is going into Capricorn. Mercury is the planet of communication, is the planet of all things, all things communication, travel. Um, and so, like I said, it's about practicality, right? And, and we're communicating these things. We're speaking about these things. We're razor focused on the right things, which are foundational, so that Capricornian energy is not a bad energy. It's a beautiful energy because it makes you get your shit together. It makes you want to focus on things that need to be together. So that's beautiful. It's nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying that Capricornian energy is bad. I love to be in that. I'm in that Capricorn mode right now. Like I've told you guys, I literally had a major transformation in my life when it came to my career. And I literally started a new position in a totally new industry um, with more money, more like it's just a beautiful and I'll be that'll be my second full time on top of my nonprofit, on top of the mentoring programs I do on top of the work that I do in the community and in the spiritual realm and all these things like there is a lot, but there's work that's very Capricornian and I'm a cancer. Okay. But I am also, my cancer is in, I have a cancer sun, moon, Venus, and Mercury all in cancer. Okay. And my Mars is in Scorpio and I'm an Aquarius rising for years, years, you know, it's a lot. And it makes a lot of sense now at 37. It's like my life has changed. My values are very much so still in place, but they have accelerated. So Capricornian energy is beautiful because it forces you. It makes you get your shit together. And with this very accelerated Sagittarian energy, it makes you do it quickly. These eclipses have forced people to be on the path that they're designed to be. Now, what you do with the shift that has occurred in your life is on you. But just know that you've been realigned. So with this Mercury going into Capricorn on the 13th, it's making people more practical about what they want, what they need. It's making them more razor focused in the matters of fundamentals in their home life. On the 18th, we have a full moon. Full moons are all about release and purging. This is happening in Gemini. Gemini is a very communicative energy, but Gemini is mutable. Gemini is also very much so about the consciousness, what I think. It's very fast, very fast paced. So this is about expression. This is about being able to quickly communicate what I'm feeling quickly communicate. And with this being, you know, this is, this is making quick decisions. This is making quick decisions. It's either for me or it's not. It's either something I like or I don't. It's something I want or I don't. I'm moving. I'm keeping it moving and I'm not feeling a way about the connections. I'm moving forward. What's best for me? What do I need? What do I want? What do I think about it? And how am I going to make it happen? Analyzation is going to be very big during this time. Then on the 19th, we have Venus going into retrograde in Capricorn. 
A lot of Capricornian energy. This is going to, like I said, test your relationships. You're going to test your relationships in a big way because you, you are either building or bullshitting. I say that all the time, but I mean that. And I've lived that in the last <laughs> six months of my of this year. Baby, listen, listen, I've been on it. We either building or bullshitting. If we're not making it, the biggest relationship that I had to cut ties with was my career. Period. And when I did it, I felt I felt so good. I'm like, God, thank you for allowing it to work out the way it did. Thank you for allowing it to fall the way it did. Thank you. Because honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was it. That was it. Then on the 19th, you have Chiron, which is the like I said, Chiron is all about healing. It's all about identifying that wound, identifying where it is internally that you've been scarred, that you've been avoiding. You are having to deal with that. That's going to be an Aries. So this is a massive, quick energy. Aries is fire. Aries is this, you know, it's this fire cardinal energy. And I'm a cardinal sign. I love cancer is cardinal. So we, we love going, let's take the lead on this. We're going to get ahead of this healing. We're going to get ahead of these wounds. We're going to get ahead of the pain of it. We're going to get ahead of the trauma that we should have moved past years ago. Where have you progressed from 2012, 2013, 14 to now? Where have you progressed? Your, your cycle of almost 10 years, where have you progressed? Where have you avoided parts of you that have been needing to be healed and transformed and you've been just avoiding it and living out a cycle of this it's time to move past that it's time to let it go the story is old even for you and then on the 21st we're going to have um the sun entering into capricorn which we know right it's going to be capricorn season 21st 22nd depending on where you are in the hemisphere winter solstice this is going to be the shortest day of the year and people are going to be focusing because of the shifts because of the things that are happening Corp capricorn season beginning this is about changing what we feel what we need what we want going after it choosing what works for us a lot of more change the great resignation oh yeah baby a lot of that's gonna be happening too even more so it's like like i read somewhere it was like the great revolt for sure people are making decisions people are not committing i made a statement to my to my partner i said i'll never give another company 17 years of my life never 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 again Period. Period. And that's because I understand my value and I understand how that value within an organization depreciates when you don't own it. You're just a part of the organization. How are you after two years? You know, if you're growing or evolving, if you're not, then why are you there? You understand? So that is what it's about. That is where we all should be. And that is what this energy is bringing us into these shifts and these changes. Currently, we are. I'm going to say this about relationships again, because this is going to come up. Like I said, I, I, I kind of broke it down already about what it is you're feeling and what it is that we're going to be feeling during these transits. But most importantly, currently, you could be feeling these ways and feeling like, you know, maybe you, you've just dealt with a painful ending. Maybe you are contemplating um you know, you just had a breakup or you just ended a cycle and you just went through this and you're going through this now and you're thinking, I'm just going to be scarred and hurt. And this is a new wound that's bred it. This retrograde can help bring solace and understanding and a resurgence. This could bring a re-imaging and a reintroduction to yourself and it can help you recover. And it can also help you reconcile with what you feel just ended completely, but it actually just ended a cycle. But it's also identifying if this thing is good for you or not. If it's not good for you, I don't want it back. If it's not helping me and 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 keeping me on a level of growth and uh, optimistic fortune, then why am I still wanting to be there? There's some healing that needs to be there. So this is not just, oh, Venus retrograde has happened. We just had a bad breakup. That's just going to be. Sometimes these endings happen so suddenly because there are massive shifts that are happening immediately that need to happen now. And what this is happening with this happening, it is causing you to have to reestablish 
boundaries and understanding of yourself, your worth, your value. This is time to separate to work on you. By the time this transit ends within 40 days or so, of course, there's still lingering energy because what happens during this time will be consistently a a big part of your life. It's not going to just go away because the retrograde goes away. What happens is going to be powerful enough that's going to shift the trajectory you're on. So by the time you revisit this, by the time you go back and you have to reestablish these conversations, if you choose to do so, um, you will have a different frame of mind, a different way of moving, a different way of understanding it. And it's going to be birthing something new. So this is not a bad thing. Whatever is being cut off during this full moon in Gemini, whatever is being cut off during Venice retrograde, it is because there are cycles that are having to end before we go into these new note changes in the top of the year. And before we go into this new cycle in our lives, you have to let things go. Everything can't go with you. And you know that. You know that you're aware of that, but it's hard to move in that when you're so comfortable where you are and you're so comfortable with what you have, even if it doesn't make you happy, even if it doesn't make you give you peace, it's just something you are familiar with. So you stay or you stick there. Or you just, just let yourself just don't grow. But when God says there's something more in you, there's something more for you to do. There's something more I have for this connection. There's something more that you need to be doing for me. Then I'm going to remove anything. He's going to remove anything that is hindering that progress. And sometimes it's abrupt. Sometimes it's, it's scary. Sometimes it makes you feel like, oh my God, there's just absolutely no way I can recover from this. And then suddenly you do. Boom. The trajectory has changed. The trajectory has evolved. And that's a beautiful thing. So if you're in this phase where it's something has been quickly taken out of your life, quickly removed. You've had a breakup. You've ended a cycle with the career. You've just gone through these massive changes in your life. Um, know that that's because, let me drink some water. Know that that's because there's a new phase that has began. And that new phase, that new phase is going to require a different version of you. So if you're in this space where you feel like, okay, so this has been taken away. This is what we're dealing with right now, but there's no forward movement. I'm, I'm at a standstill. I don't have, you know, any answers. No one's really communicating. I'm at a, I'm at a crossroads when it comes to finances. I'm in a crossroads when it comes to my life. I'm just at a crossroad. I don't know what's happening. It's because there is going to be a turn of events. Okay, but there is work that you have to do on this path as well. It doesn't just end and then suddenly a windfall. You have to position yourself and that requires listening to your spirit, listening to your consciousness, actively seeking different, better, working on yourself. So that you can get it. And yes, I know it sounds like, oh man, that takes, you know, it doesn't. You can put yourself in position to change the trajectory of things. And it literally a week later have results coming in for you. But you, it, I'm not a time dictator. I can't tell you what the timing is, but I will tell you that your trajectory has changed and the time is now. That's all I can tell you. And this could be a very emotional journey for you. This could be something that is asking you to take full authority over those emotions. It's no one's fault. It's no one else's responsibility to feel what you feel or to understand what you feel. It is on you. It is your job. It is your duty. It is your complete ownership, part of your responsibility to own what you feel. And to understand it and to analyze it and compartmentalize where they need to go and then move accordingly. And a lot of you could be in a place where you're very stubborn. You just don't want to do the work. You just don't have the energy. Don't want you need to find the energy. You got to find the time. You have to find the patience. You have to choose you. No one else is going to choose you for you. And if others see you not choosing you, then who's going to want that? If I see that you don't choose yourself, I'm not going to put my energy in that in that bowl that has a hole at the bottom. 
my energy will be wasted because you can't you can't value my space and my energy and my boundaries and my existence if you don't value yours. So you have to get out of that stubborn energy out of that. And, and this, trust me. Oh, you don't want to be out of this energy. Okay. We're going to force you up out of this energy. And then you're going to be left with nothing. And you're going to have no choice, but to claw your way from the bottom and figure it out. But that'll even teach you character. That'll ch- that'll, that'll change the way you think about what you think you value and care about. It'll, it will change you, but it'll be much harder than it had to be. But regardless, it's a positive. We're looking at all of this as a positive. Even if it hurts, it's a positive because it makes you better. It's not about what people think. It's not about what people say. Sometimes you got to look Kanye crazy. And y'all know I love me some Kanye. Okay. My whole, my whole partner is from Chicago. I, that's, I'm like, that's a match made. God knew. <laughs> God knew. Like I love, love Kanye because I love And he's such a Gemini. I love people who are unapologetically themselves and they are allowing themselves to go through what looks like a crazy ass transformation in front of the entire world. But you never ever waver on what you know to be true for you. That's this is going to bring out the Kanye of you. This is going to bring out. Oh, people thought you were crazy. People thought you didn't have it together. People thought you didn't know. Then boom. You're you're bigger than earth. You're greater than you ever knew you could be. And you feel good about it because you stuck to your guns. So for a lot of you, it's pushing you out of that stubbornness, pushing you out of that space where you just don't want to do better. You don't want to you not because you don't want better for yourself. You just don't want to put the energy into doing the work. But you got to even if that work is making a phone call, even if that work is choosing, you know what, this job ain't for me. Let me find let me look and see what else is out there. And you don't want to move out of desperation. Always put the energy out that you want the energy to be received in. Don't be out here desperately seeking attention, desperately seeking affection, desperately seeking someone to pay you more, desperately. Nah, no. We're not moving out of desperation. We're moving by design, design and divine order. And we we're going to be joyful about that. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it feels unsure. We're not going to be over putting energy in spaces that isn't reciprocal. Small doses. Until you feel secure enough to pour more. In relationships currently. You could be in a space where you feel like there's an issue in a relationship, but there's not really an issue. There's just some tumbling that's going on individually within the relationship. So maybe you are going through the transformation, but your partner is as well. Your children are as well. Your family life is being shifted because someone is focusing on that very Capricornian energy. Maybe it's not you who's focused on that Capricornian energy. It's your partner trying to provide more, trying to figure out they have goals. They have things that they want. They have things that they desire, but they have to be at a certain level to be able to get and attain what they feel like they deserve. So they're working for that. They're, they're really putting a lot of energy into that. And that could be very difficult for you because you feel isolated. You feel left out. You feel like there's not enough communication. You feel like something's happening. You feel like there's some mistrust. Again, the mistrust is stemming from something unresolved. You don't have complete understanding or closure in something that has occurred in the relationship that is causing these insecurities to bubble up. So you're going to have to get clear on what is really the problem is the problem that they're working too much or is the problem that too much distance for you triggers you into thinking that they're doing something other than what you say what they say that they're doing what is the real issue and getting to the bottom of that before you radically respond part of the retrograde is to review you're going to need to sit with it for a minute you need to process you're going to need to think about it don't just jump heat out there And not be sure on what you feel. Be able to speak truth to power. Because you'll be able to get clarity that way. And then allowing yourself to 
be in a space where you're patient enough to watch it play out or to work while it plays itself out. But either way, it's moving you forward. This does have to do a lot. I feel like the disconnect that's happening in relationships and the disconnection that's happening in in any type of uh, commitment has to do with power. It has to do with maybe a person has a job in, in the government. Maybe the person has a job or you have a job that's working in this in this that requires a lot of time. It requires a lot of um, um you can't be really emotional in this duty of work. You got to be present. You got to be, you know, analytical and you have to be intellectually present. These are things that can cause a, it's very Capricornian and Taurian energy. So it could be very much so, um, just stubbornly focused on the object at hand because that's what you got to focus on. That's what you have to think about. You can't really think about emotions right now. You'll get to that. You can't really think about your feelings right now. You got to get to that. Well, you got to understand that you're in the process of building something. You're going to need to figure out a way to either understand that that's what you're dealing with or balance it out. Either way, it's going to have to be done. But just know that it is going to be a difficult moment if you're not already dealing with this or if you feel it bubbling up, but you will get through this. It's going to pass. It's not going to stay here. It's not going to just sit like in Scorpio energy. Scorpio energy likes to sit in it, simmer in it so you can feel it. And oh, it lingers. Oh, it lingers like, oh, my God. And then finally it decides to move forward so this is not the type of energy this is not you're not going to be sitting in it and suffering you're going to be sitting in it to review but then you're going to be moving gradually through the process so it is going to pass it's going to pass but a part of you may feel just very resistant because you know things are changing and you know things are are not going to be the same and you're afraid of what that looks like. But you can't be because regardless to what you may be afraid of, it's happening. It's happening. These indecisions that you, you have, it's still happening. But it, it feels like you may be in your mind. You may get into your head. You may. And that's normal. That is normal. OK, especially with this full moon happening in Gemini it is normal. But once you go into this space where you're in your head, allow yourself to maneuver through to your heart. Allow your heart and your head to communicate. Don't let them work against each other. When you let them work together, you come out better. If you if you make yourself choose between head or heart, you often find yourself unfulfilled and dissatisfied with the decision because it's not balanced. And once you make a decision, once you choose whatever it is that you're on the path of choosing, you're going to be completely fulfilled with that. Like it's going to require work. It's going to require you choosing to do some, you know, some deep diving. But ultimately, you're going to be releasing whatever burdens, whatever fears, whatever insecurities, whatever inhibitions you may have had are going to be released. And it's going to help you to rebuild and help you to connect with what it is you're trying to build. And you'll reach that space where you're going to watch your seeds flourish. That's the goal. That's but you got to first choose it. Right. You have to choose it. But there is a process in between that you can't skip. You can't skip. It is going to work out for you. Um, that could be, you know, people people hear that and they're like, okay, it's going to work out for me, but when? It is a process. And this is a cycle that's helping you get to where you're needing to go. And you don't want to skip any type of route so that you can just have it over already. You want to be able to be in a space where you are really choosing to innovatively reorganize, restructure, and readapt. You want your life to be a representation of what it is you claim to be believing and the values you hold and the desires you have and you want to be fulfilled completely when it comes to yourself when it comes to your relationships your career your financial stability your health you want to be fulfilled you do not want to just be existing you don't want that 
So this Venus retrograde is going to initiate you into that. And it, it, you know, whatever comes up, just know that it's supposed to come up. And you can't be afraid of what that looks like. Because there's always a way out. There's always a next step. There's always a solution. But this is about choosing what you really value, choosing what you really want, choosing what you really desire. Do you trust this person or not? Can you heal from whatever they've done in the past and move forward or not? Can you reestablish trust and boundaries and reignite that flame that was there or not? If you can't, then that's for your betterment. And there's two. Okay. So that is what I'm feeling about the Venus retrograde um, happening in Capricorn. It's going to be an intense one, but I feel like it's really truth, truthfully a beautiful slow burn. It's like a Tom Ford cologne, right? Or perfume. It's very like uh, the nodes just build and build and it's just a beautiful scent over. It's a heavy scent. Very heavy. <laughs> but you got to know that once that scent settles or once that actually settles, it is such a beautiful aroma. It's such a beautiful space. It's such a beautiful blossom. And that's what you want, right? You want things that make you feel good, but that are really good. Not things that just look good and things that may feel good on the surface, but it has no substance. No, I want you to penetrate my soul. I want to feel happy about it on a level that I can't even express. I want to be stimulated in areas I didn't know I could be because it is that good. It is that true. It is that organic. It is that freeing. It is that amazing. That's what you want. And so that's what we're going towards. That's what we're building on. That's where we're not allowing ourselves to settle for anything less than Okay, so please be gentle with yourself. Allow yourself to navigate through this transition as you need to and just do what you feel is best for you at this time. This is really about demolishing the ego, preserving the space that your peace thrives in and really allowing yourself to engage with thyself on a level so deep that no one can distract you or deconstruct, you know, that is what this is about. Yeah. So I love you guys and, um, I'll be checking in with you soon. I'll be recording another episode for you soon. I'll be releasing the January astrological overview and the January, uh, overview in general, um, for what I'm feeling for the year. Um, but in the meantime, just have a happy holiday season. Try to find joy and peace in everything. Every single day, choose joy, choose happiness, choose peace, choose love. It's worth it. Okay. So I love you guys again. Thank you so much for everything. I love your support. I love you so, so, so deep. And until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.